Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. And welcome, responsible delinquents, to mini-sode number 156. Shit, hit the table. Um, on the More Than Fitness Podcast, thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. We have a doozy for you guys today. We have a good one. Um, I'm not sure on the title yet, but basically this is going, this mini soda is going to be about how much to eat for fat loss. Simple as that. Basically there's six steps that I have in creating a calorie deficit for fat loss. And, um, that's what this mini soda is going to be about. This is exactly the formula that I use for my one-to-one coaching clients, right? So if you came to me, you're like, Hey Matt, I want to lose 10 pounds in the next 12 weeks. I'd be like, sick. Here's what we're going to do. Um, you know, at least roughly, this is what we're going to do. Um, so we're going to create a calorie deficit. Sorry, had a moment there. Um, we are going to create a calorie deficit. And for those of you who do not know what a calorie deficit is, that just means that you are eating fewer calories than you are burning, right? So you have a calorie deficit and then you have your maintenance calories and then you have a calorie surplus. Maintenance calories are, are simply... Uh, eating the same amount that you are burning on a regular basis. So if you eat at your maintenance calories regularly, you're just going to maintain your weight, right? So if your maintenance calories are at 2, 000, around 2,000 calories per day, you eat 2,000 calories every single day, you're going to maintain your weight. If you eat 1,700 calories per day, you're going to be in a calorie deficit, right? So you are eating fewer calories than you are burning, and that is going to facilitate weight loss, right? because you don't have enough food. And so your body has to use tissue that you already have as energy. So fat and muscle, right? That's where, that's why calorie deficits are good for fat loss, because the idea is your body uses the fat that you have on you as energy, right? That's a calorie deficit. And then the calorie surplus is of course the the opposite, right? So let's say you're eating 2,300 calories per day. That's going to make you gain weight, right? And these are all generalizations. It's more, it's a little bit more complex than that, but for simplicity's sake, that's it. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and jump right into these six steps. The very first step that you need to do is to buy scales. You need to buy a weight, a body weight scale, and you need to buy a um, food scale, right? And the, the thing is, the reason why, I mean, do you have to use scales? No, not necessarily. Um, well, no, you don't, you don't have to, but if you want to be as efficient as possible with this, and if you actually want to get an accurate, um, what's it called? If you want to get an ac- accurate calorie deficit amount, then buying scales is useful. Uh, the reason why I would recommend doing this formula and, and doing this instead of using a macro calculator is because the macro calculator is going to be fine for some people. Uh, however, for most, it's just, it, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some adjustment and it's a very, very just spitball type answer. The reason why this formula is better is because it takes a little bit more trial and error and it's going to be more custom. It's going to be more individual to you. However, it's going to take a little bit more work than a macro calculator as well. So it's kind of like pick your poison here. So the first, the first thing is the body buying the food weight, oh shit, buying the body weight scale and buying the food scale. Right. And so, and the main reason for this is because we suck at estimating. There's been plenty of research that goes, uh, even there's been plenty of research that shows that we just suck at estimating portion sizes, calories, etc. They even reviewed, um, 
they even reviewed uh, uh, or did research on dietitians, and there were, uh, yeah, so some dietitians showed to be off by up to 800 calories, and people who were not dietitians were off by even over a thousand calories, right? So we're just we're shitty at guesstimating. So what the scales do is help us be more accurate. All right, so that is step one. Step two is to download a food tracking app. Some of my favorites are going to be My Fitness Pal. Mike's Macros, and Fit Genie. Those are the ones that I recommend uh, to all of my clients. Um, hold on one sec. Let me make sure. <sighs> Dead air. This is good content right here. Um, yeah, whichever one you choose is going to be up to you. I would say check them all out. Mike's Macros can have uh, a little bit of limitations, uh, but my Fitness Pal and, and Fit Genie are both very valid um, choices, right? Okay. Yeah. So step number two, download a food tracking app. This is going to be where you shocker track your food. Uh, okay. Step number three, eat normally and track everything. So for a one to two week period, I want you to try, or actually, so for a week long, I want you to eat as you normally do, right? So try, try to eat as normally as you do, and just simply start to track your food. Um, what this is going to do is this is going the reason why I tell you not to change anything, not to make any drastic changes and just eat as normally as you do is because what this is going to do is give us a baseline of your current intake, right? This is how we know, okay, over the past week or so, you've generally eaten around uh, 2000 calories, for example, right? The average of every single day is going to be about 2000 calories. Oh, and this actually, this actually leads me to step number four. Oh, real quick with step number three, sorry, going all over the place with step number three, with eating normally and tracking everything. Whenever I say everything, I mean everything. So everything that you put into your mouth, alcohol, sauces, condiments, desserts, supplements, whatever, it's going to be a little bit tedious, but this is going to give you the most accurate baseline possible. Uh, so track everything, put it in my fitness pal, weigh it out and you'll be good to go. Um, okay. So Step number four is going to be average out your baseline. So after tracking for at least four days, and I would recommend at least one of those four days being on the weekend, because as you know, during the week and the weekend can change a little bit, um, average out your baseline. Uh, and so you take all those numbers and then you divide it by the number of days that you did. And that is going to be your baseline calorie intake. Let's say your average is around 2000 calories, right? And so step number five is going to be to remain consistent with tracking weight and food for 14 days, right? Uh, and so try to hit with it. Like if, you're, if your goal, if your average was 2000 calories, what I want you to try and do is try to hit within about 100 calories either way of that. If you can hit within 50 calories of the, either way, even better. So what I mean is between 1900 and 2100 calories every single day. If you try and stay within that, it's just going to give us a more accurate reading because that's the, that variable we've kept constant over these, these two weeks. And so we know um, that's about the amount that you're eating every single day. Okay, so try to hit within 100 calories of your target and then weigh yourself every single morning 
or at least most mornings, at least like five out of seven days. Uh, and you do this after you use the restroom and before you eat anything. This just uh, allows us to uh, create a baseline and, and stay consistent every single day, uh, as opposed to trying to weigh yourself after the gym and then after you've eaten a certain meal and then the meal changes every single day, right? And so you're weighing yourself at 3 p.m. one day, 7 p.m. the other day, 8 a.m. the other day. We want to make it consistent every single day. So the easiest thing to do, wake up, use the bathroom, step on the scale, and it just makes it a very easy habit and keeps it consistent. Okay. And then after that, step number six is to analyze your weight trends, right? And this is, this is kind of where we figure out, okay, where is our maintenance calories? Where is, uh, a ca like, how do we create a calorie deficit? And so let's say you're eating 2000 calories every single day. And just for the sake of argument, I'll keep it simple. Let's say that you've been eating 2000 calories every single day and you've been maintaining your weight mostly, right? So of course, weight is going to fluctuate on a day-to-day -day basis, but over the week, over the week or two weeks that you have been tracking, you notice, okay, I'm eating around 2000 calories per day. And on average, my weight is staying around 170 pounds, right? So what that tells us is that, okay, if, if we want to lose body fat, if we want to um, go on a fat loss diet, it makes sense that, okay, now we know that 2000 calories is about our maintenance calories. We just need to take away, let's say 250 to 500 calories to create a calorie deficit. And then that is going to allow us to facilitate weight loss. And honestly, it is just about as simple as that. Uh, and so, so if you're, if you're curious about like macros and things like that, of course that can, that can take, uh, quite a whole other conversation, but I think a very easy way for you to do it. And it's the exact same way that I tell my clients is okay. So now we have, now we have a calorie target every single day that we know is going to facilitate fat loss, right? So let's say your maintenance calories are 2000 calories. I'm going to tell you to eat about 1700 calories every single day. So that would be, and to make it easier, I'll give you a range of calories to try and hit every single day. So let's say 1600 to 1800 calories every single day. If you can try and hit within that range, you're going to be golden, right? If you can do that on average, most days, you'll probably end up losing um, some body fat. So then after we have the calorie target, then let's set a protein minimum. This can also be very easy if you have been tracking your calories and, and your macros just in general, you've been tracking your food over the past uh, two weeks or so, because now you can look, okay, how much protein am I eating on a regular basis? And so I think a good general recommendation for most people is going to be at least about 0.7 grams per pound per body weight, uh, per pound of body weight, right? So if you're 170 pounds, you just do 170 times 0.7, and that is going to spit out how many grams of protein you should eat on a regular basis. If you're a little bit heavier, right? If you're a little bit on the heavier side, then you can maybe drop down to 0 0.6 um, and 0 0.5, whatever. You, you should be fine. Basically, all I want you to do is look at how much protein you're eating on a regular basis right now and just try to bump it up just a little bit. So let's say you're 170 pounds. Let's say you've been eating about 100 grams of protein on average per day. Well, now a good goal may be to, okay, let's bump it up to 120 grams per day, right? And that can be your new target. And that is going to, um, 
that is going to favor uh, muscle gain or at least retaining your muscle while in a calorie deficit, while trying to lose fat, right? So remember with the calorie deficit, the reason why the calorie deficit is effective at fat loss is because our body doesn't have enough energy from food, so it has to use our tissue instead. And so if we want to bias it to use fat instead of muscle, we resistance train, right? And then we also keep our protein high. Those two things are going to make sure that our body biases fat being used for energy as opposed to muscle. It's not going to be perfect. However, we can do things to bias um, the fat loss as opposed to fat and muscle loss, right? That's, that's kind of the key there. So you have your calorie goal, then you have your protein minimum. So let's say your minimum is 120 grams of protein per day. Uh, and then the last thing I do with my clients is set a fiber goal. And the reason a fiber goal is important is so that you make sure that you eat plenty of nutritious foods on a regular basis. Fiber is found in foods like vegetables, fruits, whole grains, et cetera, right? All these foods that are very nutritious, that have high amounts of vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, et cetera, et cetera. And so you basically can't hit your fiber goal unless you are eating uh, a decent amount of these nutritious foods on a regular basis. So I think for a lot of people, a good minimum, a good fiber minimum is going to be about 20 grams per day. Just use that as a starting point because you might be surprised about how much fiber you're not actually consuming, right? So setting that at about 20 grams per day and you should be, um, you should be all set. Do not use supplements to hit the fiber goal. That defeats the purpose. Do not use like uh, Quest bars, right? They have like 6,000 grams of fiber in them. Don't, I mean, those can, if you're going to count Quest bars, count like half of it, right? Um, so what I'm saying is just don't take the shortcut of using some type of protein supplement or some type of carb source or, or whatever that has a very high amount of artificial, uh, basically fiber in it. It's not actually artificial, but having something like a quest bar where it's like 17 grams of fiber, it's like, okay, that's not kind of what we're going here. The, the main way to get the fiber should be fruits, vegetables, and whole grains, right? So you have your calorie goal, your calorie range every single day, you have a protein minimum, and you have your fiber, fiber target. And if you follow those, I promise you, if you do that pretty meticulously for two to four weeks, you're gonna have a very good idea about how much you need to eat every single day to lose body fat. All right, and that is it for this mini-sode, ladies and gentlemen, mini-sode number 156. Thank you guys, as always, for listening and for watching. See ya. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness Podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at mattmcleod6. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I uh, and get the word out there. Uh, also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one -on -one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, and anything you else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.